0: Reincarnation and Its Meaning and Purpose By Ayon Farvar Reincarnation implies the immortality and transmigration of soul from one form or body to another. Believing in reincarnation is becoming more real given many empirical evidence of past lives. You should care about reincarnation because it can liberate you from fear and bring a deeper meaning to your life as the expression of your soul in a chapter of your eternal existence. Hi, this is Ayan Farvahar, I am glad you are here. This channel is about self-realization and honoring our life purpose and meaning. If you are interested in these topics, please subscribe to stay connected. Your support is the foundation of this channel and encourages me to create more content in the future. For more information about myself and my life mentoring practice, please find my bio link in the description below. Today, we want to focus on the idea of reincarnation. Reincarnation and the survival of consciousness outside of our body is no longer a strictly spiritual belief and has numerous empirical evidence. In this presentation, I provide evidence in support of the existence of reincarnation and explain why believing in reincarnation and realizing its meaning and purpose can be life-transforming. Reincarnation implies that life we experience now is only one of many lives we either lived before or will live in the future. The idea of reincarnation is also intertwined, with the principle of karma the principle of karma implies that our actions and deeds in the past lives determine the course of our present or future lives in that way there is a karmic causality and reciprocity between our actions and deeds toward others and what we ultimately experience in our lives as a consequence both in good or bad ways as defined here Reincarnation has the following basic principles. You and I, and all other living beings for that matter, have an eternal soul or consciousness. Our consciousness survives beyond our bodily death, and can transmigrate and be reborn into other forms. The transmigration of our soul into each life has a purpose, and we must understand that purpose. This purpose can be related to a personal karma, for example, clearing the karma from our past lives, or related to a collective or ancestral karma, to bring relief to karmic burdens of our ancestors or humanity. Relief from personal or ancestral karma is not the only purpose of reincarnation, as we may also choose to reincarnate to evolve as a spiritual being, or volunteer to incarnate and serve the creation. Contrary to common beliefs, reincarnation is not always a trap one needs to break free from, because souls or higher beings who are free from karmic burden may still choose to reincarnate to serve a higher purpose. Please remember that reincarnation is not just an intriguing idea to believe in, because your choice to believe or not believe in reincarnation can significantly affect your worldview and how you experience life. So, it is important for you to at least be curious about it. Fortunately, in addition to its religious root in Eastern spiritual traditions, Reincarnation is now being a more widely accepted reality, thanks to many empirically verifiable reports of its validity. These reports include verifiable recollection of past lives by children, past life regressions using hypnosis, near-death experience, shamanic ceremonies, and so on. The goal of this presentation is to raise your awareness about the reincarnation and why it's important for you to consider it as a life-transforming reality. More specifically, we cover the following topics. Spiritual Background of Reincarnation Belief in Reincarnation in nobilities and great thinkers Empirical Evidence in Support of Reincarnation What if we choose not to believe in reincarnation? What happens when we choose to believe in reincarnation? And if incarnation is real, why do we reincarnate? What is the point? Let's go over these. Spiritual Background of Reincarnation The idea of reincarnation, karma, and transmigration of souls is attributed to Eastern religions and spiritual traditions, specifically Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism. Although there are some differences in the way each of these traditions views soul and consciousness, the idea of karma and transmigration of the soul is generally common among them. Jainism, in particular, considers a wider range for transmigration of soul, ranging from Incarnation into plants, animals, and human forms, all the way to Incarnation to higher deities, or even gods. That is why Jainism requires adherence to Ahisma, or non-violent and ethical way of life, or a way of life that does not violate or harm other forms of life, including that of plants and animals. The idea of transmigration of the soul is also implied in ancient Greek mythology and tradition, including Orphic, Pythagorean, and Platonic traditions. In Orphic tradition, the soul is eternal, survives bodily death, and can later reincarnate to another form or body. This cycle of death and rebirth continues until the soul reaches a more purified and divine state of being. This is similar to the idea of liberation of the soul from samsara or the wheel of life in Hinduism. In Orphic tradition, incarnation can also be caused by ancestral guilt or karma, and the fact that we inherit the guilt of our ancestors and may choose to reincarnate to liberate them from that. This gives a more collective and ancestral manifestation to karma, as our soul and the collective soul of our ancestors are spiritually interconnected. In a way, the salvation and redemption of our souls through purification can lead to the salvation and redemption of the collective soul of our ancestors and even humanity as a whole. It is important to note that the idea of ancestral or collective karma is not just a spiritual belief. There are empirical observations in psychology indicating that an individual can experience psychological issues that are not related to individuals' biographical life, but caused by the emotional burdens of individuals' generational line and ancestors. Although the idea of reincarnation and transmigration of soul is generally not accepted in mainstream religious traditions, the idea of spiritual resurrection and rebirth, and the redemption from sin through devotion and faith, is generally well accepted. In spite of that, the idea of transmigration of souls is still implied in some esoteric denominations of mainstream religions, for example, Christian Gnostics believe that if their spiritual resurrection could not be attained in one lifetime, then the soul must undergo as many reincarnations as needed, until it can attain its spiritual resurrection. If you’re interested to know more about background of reincarnation, I left a few links to some articles related to this topic. Belief in Reincarnation in Nobilities and Great Thinkers In addition to spiritual traditions, there are also references to reincarnation belief in nobilities and great thinkers such as Plato, Socrates, Pythagoras, Rumi, Goethe, C.G. Jung, Henry Ford, and others. Most notable reference to reincarnation is described in the myth of Air in Plato's Republic. Heir was a man who died in a battle and returned to life after nine days to describe what he observed in the afterlife. It is worth to briefly describe the myth of Air here. When Heir died in a battle, he was led to a magnificent place where the path of the souls were determined depending on the life they had led on earth. The souls who did good deeds on earth were told to go to the sky, while the souls who committed bad deeds had to return to earth. The souls returning to earth were given choices for what their next life should be. Then they were told to drink from the river of forgetfulness, to forget their previous lives, before starting their new one. Where each soul fell asleep, they were sent to new bodies to lead their new lives. Air's soul did not drink from the river and came back to his old body after nine days to recount and share what he had experienced in the afterlife. The myth of air indicates that the choices one makes in one lifetime will impact the circumstances one may experience in the next lifetime. It is also worth here to list a few quotes from other nobilities that reflect their belief in reincarnation. I am confident that there truly is such a thing as living again, that the living spring from the dead and that that the souls of the dead are in existence. Socrates Souls never die, but always on quitting one abode pass to another. All things change, nothing perishes. The soul passes hitcher and thither, occupying now this body, now that, and the soul being always the same yet wears at different times different forms. Pythagoras I died as a mineral and became a plant. I died as a plant and rose to animal. I died as an animal and I was man. Why should I fear? When was I less by dying? Rumi I am certain that I have been here as I am now, a thousand times before, and I hope to return a thousand times. Goethe I could well imagine that I might have lived in former centuries, and there encountered questions I was not yet able to answer, that I have been born again because I had not fulfilled the task given to me. C.G. Jung When I discovered reincarnation, time was no longer limited. I was no longer a slave to the hands of the clock. I would like to communicate to others the calmness that the long view of life gives to us. To me, this is the most beautiful, the most logical theory of life. It seems a most reasonable philosophy and explains many things. Henry Ford Empirical Evidence in Support of Reincarnation There are ever-increasing empirical evidence pointing to reincarnation as a real phenomenon. Most notable of these evidence are attributed to past life regression under deep hypnosis and verifiable recollection of past lives in children. Dr. Brian Weiss and Dr. Michael Newton have been pioneers in the area of past life regression, and the survival of consciousness beyond death. Dr. Newton used deep hypnosis to take his clients to their past lives, and also to the periods between lives, where souls experienced a spirit world. He recounted in great detail what happens to people at the moment of death, which has strong similarities with accounts of those who had NDE or a near-death experience. Regardless of their religious beliefs, Dr. Newton's clients reported similar experiences during the period between two lives. At the moment of death, the soul separates from the body and reunites with its deceased relatives or spiritual guides who lead the soul to a soul group, or a council of elders, to review the life the soul had experienced. When soul is ready to incarnate again, it meets with this council of elders to discuss and choose a new body, and the life circumstances it wants to reincarnate to. In addition to hypnotic past life regressions, There are also empirically verifiable studies in support of reincarnation done by Dr. Ian Stevenson and his colleague, Dr. Jim Tucker, in the Division of Perceptual Studies of University of Virginia. They conducted rigorous evaluation of exceptional human experiences, specifically the empirical evidence that suggests the consciousness and the brain are distinct and that the consciousness survives physical death. They studied and, when possible, verified numerous accounts of recollection of past lives by children. Most notable of these verified accounts are the cases of Gus Taylor, Ryan Hammonds, and James Leininger. These children were able to recount in great details who they were in their past lives. The details they shared were verifiable and beyond mere fantasy of a child. In addition to past life recollections in children and regression using hypnosis, past life recollection can also happen during near-death experience and shamanic ceremonies, which indicate the continuation of consciousness outside the body and beyond physical death what if we choose not to believe in reincarnation? If we choose not to believe in reincarnation, it would be hard to understand or reconcile some of our life experiences. We may not be able to find an answer to our biggest philosophical or spiritual questions related to life without having a convincing or comforting worldview. For example, if we don't believe in reincarnation, we also believe to only have one life to live, and may view time or aging as the enemy pushing us toward our death and annihilation. This greatly magnifies regret and fear in all aspects of our life fear of missing out, fear of aging, and above all, fear of death. In most cases, These fears can become the main driver of our actions in life, both consciously and subconsciously. If we don't believe in reincarnation, we also cannot reconcile the problem of suffering or injustice in the world. Believing in God or having a religious worldview may help to a certain degree, because it promises divine justice and damnation in the afterlife. But without a spiritual belief, the problem of suffering or injustice is not as easy to reconcile and can lead one to nihilism, helplessness, or even hatred and anger toward life, or the state of the world as a whole. Unfortunately, some individuals may even lose their faith and connection to spirituality if they happen to be in receiving end of suffering or injustice despite their spiritual devotion, and not be able to understand or reconcile the reason behind them? For example, how can one ever justify the faith of those who are born with disability or debilitating illnesses without doing anything wrong in this lifetime? Where is the justice in that? In this example, Even if one believes in a kind and compassionate God, it is not easy to find divine justice in one lifetime, and the only unfortunate conclusion is to accept the suffering and injustice as a part of life and lose faith as a consequence. What happens when we choose to believe in reincarnation? If we choose to accept reincarnation as a fact, we also realize that our soul consciousness is eternal and will transmigrate beyond this life. This can be life transforming, as it answers many of the most challenging philosophical and spiritual questions about life. For example, if we believe in reincarnation, we no longer view time or aging as the enemy. The fear of death and annihilation loses its grip on our psyche. Instead, our questions about life become more meaningful. For example, if I am here to experience this life and its conditions, what about this life brought me to it? What challenges I came here to overcome? What lessons? I came here to learn. Because I am here already, how is my existence affecting the world around me? What am I meant to bring to this world? Am I here to make it better or worse by my way of life? If you believe in reincarnation, it's much easier to reconcile the problem of suffering and injustice in the world. Because manifestation of divine justice is not limited to one lifetime and can be served through many, depending on one's past personal or ancestral karma, or the karma one generates in this lifetime. If reincarnation is real, why do we reincarnate? What is the point? As mentioned, believing in reincarnation can answer many of our fundamental questions about life. But what purpose this unending cycle of reincarnation really serves? One common answer from Eastern spiritual traditions is that the reincarnation enables the evolution of the soul to its highest form, to a spirit or Atman, and through that, to the divine consciousness of the Godhead. But here, I would like to share a more accessible answer based on my personal experience and understanding. In order to see the purpose of reincarnation, we need to understand the purpose of creation as a whole. If humans are imagined and created by God or a divine creator, then there is a purpose for us to be here. We are not only a part of the divine creation but also an active agent in it, or stating it differently, we can affect the reality of what we manifest in it. In fact, we humans are co-creating the reality we collectively experience, and not everything that transpires in the world is predetermined by the Divine Creator. There is a reason you are given a powerful mind, free will, imagination and creativity, You are given these gifts because you are entrusted to affect the reality by what you feel, think, and do, and even more so, by what you imagine and create. When you realize that, then reincarnation and the cycle of life is no longer a divine game, drama, or experiment you are trapped in, but a mean for you to participate in divine creation to bring to reality what otherwise would not exist in this world without you. The knowledge you gain adds to the knowledge of the universe. The love you embody adds to the capacity for love in the universe. And the authenticity of your soul brings diversity to the creation itself. You can affect the universe by your presence and each life you agree to live as an opportunity to take part in divine creation. If you believe you are imagined by God to exist, become curious about what God's highest imagination of you is, and try to manifest it in your way of life. If you have found this presentation inspiring, please like and share it with your like-minded friends please subscribe to my channel and share your thoughts and comments. For more information about myself and my life mentoring practice, please find my bio link in the description below. Blessings.